the keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Time to talk about Drake Jackson making a second year surge and why it's so important that he does for the San Francisco 49ers. So welcome to the show. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. On the push for 4K. Really appreciate all the support. So Drake Jackson has been one of the many topics of conversation during the offseason because you have an apparent void opposite of Nick Bosa. When you see players like Samson Ebucom and Charles Aminahue go out and get huge contracts on the open market, it makes you start to think who's going to fill that void. The 49ers had drafted at pick 61, Drake Jackson, and Jackson was going to be potentially coined the guy, but he had a very interesting season in 2022. Of course, he is the highest draft pick the 49ers have had in two seasons because of all the draft capital they've given away for Trey Lance. Drake Jackson, of course, was thought to be a developmental guy who could start opposite of Nick Bosa, and this could be his opportunity. He's not a small guy. He's six foot four. He's up over 260 pounds is what he said now, and he's a guy who had a very interesting season, and why do I say interesting season? Because he started out like gangbusters. He was out there flying around making plays. He had three sacks in his first five games. The problem was he finished the season with Three sacks. He also only had eight solo tackles on the entire year. Not exactly the best overall production. You throw in the fact that as the season progressed, the 49ers simply made him inactive for most of the games. Deciding to go with other players like Kerry Hyder and, and other guys on the outside, like the aforementioned Samson Ebicom and Charles Aminahue, who were both fantastic. But with this void being there, the 49ers had a couple of decisions to make. Number one, is Drake Jackson that guy? Well, from all the conversations that are going around about his offseason, he has definitely been putting in the work. He's 252 pounds at the end of last season to now being over 260. Says he's put on 13 pounds of muscle, so he's around 265. That's a very, very impressive turnaround in one offseason. That's putting in the work. You mentioned the fact that his bench has gotten up to 315, and of course, that is reps. That's not a max, but... No, that's a very low number for an NFL defensive end in this league. That could be part of the reason he struggled to set the edge in the run game. Now, of course, it's not all about strength. It is about leverage and just having proper technique. But strength is very pivotal to help you go against the biggest and baddest players on the entire field with offensive tackles. So Drake Jackson being a three-down player has never been potential. And that's what we've been saying since last year because he had to get bigger, stronger, faster. Well, maybe not faster, because he's elite at that. But he does have to get better at setting the edge. A year in Chris Kacarek's system usually does the trick. Samson Ebucom came from a 3-4 system with the Rams and then put his hand in the ground and was able to set the edge at a really high level for Chris Kacarek and defied what most thought and was able to play three downs. So now you've got a player in Drake Jackson with tremendous athletic ability Ability to bend the edge in the pass rush game, but has to be able to set the edge. 
What can we expect from him? Can we expect a second-year surge? Yes, we can, because now it's a player that understands what his body needs to look like to be able to go through the rigors of an NFL season. 17 games is no joke for anyone, including some of the top athletes in the entire world that play in the NFL. Holding up against that constant contact is difficult. Now, he is playing in the perfect system for his skill set. Chris Kacarek's system allows you to line up outside, use your speed, use your athletic ability, use your bend that he has natural. He has a natural bend, good flexibility in his hips, good flexibility in his ankles to be able to get around a corner and get to a quarterback. Of course, those were not the kind of sacks we saw last season. When I mentioned that he got three sacks, those were all on hustle plays. It was, hey, there's plenty of time to get to the quarterback. It was usually quarterback moving around, Drake Jackson goes and finishes the job. That's not what the 49ers are going to be looking for. Of course, those hustle plays and effort plays are fantastic. Those are things that got Kerry Hyder eight and a half sacks in 2020. But when you're playing opposite of Bosa, you're going to be put in single situations. That means you're going man up with an offensive tackle, and you need to win. If you don't, they're going to be able to continue to shift blocking his way. Now, it's going to be a little bit easier with the addition of Javon Hargrave. By adding Javon Hargrave, you're putting him next to Eric Armstead. And it's going to be tougher and tougher to double-team Nick Bosa. You double Bosa and you double Hargrave. Armstead and whoever's playing right defensive end need to win. The 49ers would love that to be Drake Jackson because of the bend, the athletic ability, the fact that they used a draft pick on him and they believe in him. But he's a guy that's been behind. USC did nothing for his development. The, the fact that Clay Helton and them continue to move him around from playing him on the line of scrimmage as a defensive end to playing him at linebacker, yo-yo weighting him, having him go up over 270 pounds and then back down to 250 pounds. They did nothing to help the development of Drake Jackson. So Chris Kacarek has had to do all the work. And we've seen some improvements in hand placement and things like that. But that second-year surge is going to depend primarily on Drake Jackson's ability to withstand the amount of contact and be able to work through it. I think the fact that he's working hard and improving in his bench and his squats are going to be a big reason why. Nick Bosa was quoted as saying after minicamp that Drake Jackson hasn't lost any speed, which means putting on that size, 13 pounds is a lot, and not losing any speed, he's still going to be electric around the edge. Now, there's no guarantees that Drake Jackson is going to be the starting edge rusher opposite of Nick Bosa. The 49ers went out and got Cleveland Farrell as well. They brought in a guy that was a top 10 draft pick, a top five draft pick in this league, and they brought him in and said, hey, go ahead and compete. And we've seen this from Chris Kacarek before. Chris Kacarek has gotten reclamation projects. He brings them in, and then they make an impact for his football team, including players from the Raiders like Arden Key. Chris Kacarek said in one of his interviews that he goes through a process after the season of breaking down available players, both in the draft and free agents, and he goes through and he gives it to the front office of which guys he believes fit his system. He starts in the draft, and then he watches and, and sees how their career is developing, and then he will give them an opportunity if he feels that they could make an impact in his system because it's all about system fit, and Cleveland Farrell's one of those guys. Drake Jackson is also one of those guys, and Drake Jackson's going to have to win and, and compete with Cleveland Farrell and win the competition, but competition's good. He continues to get to learn not just from Nick Bosa, but players like Kerry Hyder that have played for Chris Kacarek for a, wrong, a long time. You throw in the fact that assistant, off, or assistant defensive line coach Daryl Tapp 
has been in the league for a long time and has a wealth of knowledge, and it's structured for Drake Jackson to be successful. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. The key is going to be for a second year surge is not just starting off strong like he did in 2022, but being able to withstand that for over 17 game season. And then the playoffs could be as many as 21 games. Greg Jackson had never even come close to that. You've seen him hit that wall and that rookie wall hit him hard. A lot of players hit that rookie wall. It's not exclusive to Drake Jackson, but now he understands what his body needs to do. He's been putting in the effort, which means he can only be better. What does that mean? Does that mean six sacks? Double the number of sacks that he got. If he did, that would be more than what Samson Ebucom got starting playing opposite of Nick Bosa last year. That means an improvement. I think what we could see a little bit early on in the season is a combination of Cleveland Farrell and Drake Jackson splitting reps depending on if it's a run or pass situation. I think I would also like to see if Drake Jackson during training camp can prove that he can set the edge for Chris Kacerik's defense. If he can, he's a legitimate option to start opposite of Nick Bosa. I think it's going to be a real battle at defensive end between Farrell and between Drake Jackson. And I'm sure some other guys will, you know, poke their head up and go in there and try to compete, including new rookie Robert Beal, who's already good at setting the edge. But I think Drake Jackson's got a leg up on him. He already knows what it's like to be a rookie in the NFL. He already knows what it's like to not, by his own words, take workout serious after games and after practices. He's changed his methods. He's changed his ways, which means the only one way is up. We've seen other, team, other players on teams make these second-year surge. I think everyone within the 49ers organization is hoping that Drake Jackson's going to be able to take that surge. I think he could. Why not? We already knew what his weaknesses were coming out of college, being able to set the edge, the yo-yo dieting that he had to go through at USC, and just not being as good with his hands and his technique because of the way that they played him. But now he's been with these guys for a full year. It's time for him to take a step forward. He can. He will. Will we get an all-star Pro Bowl caliber edge rusher opposite of Nick Bosa in year two? Not sure. Will he surge forward past what he did as a rookie where he got three sacks, eight tackles, and tipped a lot of footballs and batted a lot of balls down? Yeah, I think we're going to see that. He's going to surge past those numbers. I won't be shocked to see him get five-plus sacks to over-double his tackle total and to put a lot of pressure on teams 
to make sure that they take care of him. It's going to be a fun year, and I think Drake Jackson's athleticism makes him perfect for stunt moves with Javon Hargrave and with Eric Armstead, making him prime third-down material for the 49ers. If you get in third and long and you get that defensive front up there, it's going to be one of the nastiest defensive fronts in the entire NFL. Craig Jackson is a fun player to watch. I look forward to seeing him continue to have a lot of improvement in year two, and I think he's going to have a second-year surge for the San Francisco 49ers. Let me know what you think about Drake Jackson. Is he going to have a second-year surge, or do you believe the nod is going to go to Cleveland Farrell and he's going to get the starting reps? I'm curious what you think. In the Say it in the comment section down below. Of course, like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the push for 4K, and we're almost there. So thank you so much for watching. Hope you'll catch the next episode. Lots of content still coming your way. If you're on Patreon, go check out the 53-man offensive prediction that's going to be going up. Uh, go check it out. Let me know what you think. But until the next time, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.